Welcome, everybody, to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hans and Harry. How are you guys all doing out there? We hope you're doing good. Uh, Hans, how are you doing tonight? Doing good. Now that I'm all set up, had some computer issues beforehand, but, you know, I can hear and see you guys. It's all that's important. A little peek behind the curtain I was, there. I was getting a, little, getting a little fast and furious. <laughs> uh, Harry, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing, uh, I'm doing wonderful. Um, you know, we'll be dropping this after I'm married. Uh, so a little peek into, into the world of that. We're recording this actually early because I'll be away in Antigua. So enjoy this pod. I'll be on a beach, uh, sipping some drinks and having some tasty treats. Oh, you lucky, lucky man. Have a uh, Miami <laughs> vice for me, my friend. We'll um, do all right. So, yeah, as Harry mentioned, we're uh, recording this a little early, but this will be dropping uh, in time before F9. So this way, you know, if you're new to the franchise or you just want to revisit it, uh, we're here to give you kind of a primer on the Fast and the Furious. Um, basically, what we're doing here is we we took uh, all of the movies, including Hobbs and Shaw, so the Fast and Furious franchise, and uh, we each ranked them individually, and then we got an average of um, all of the movies and, and kind of an overall ranking. So we're going to go through that overall ranking. There's going to be spoilers. So if you haven't seen them and you want to, go check them out. Come back. Give us a listen. Uh, if you just want to jump in with maybe F9 or whatever, we're here to help you with that. We can get you ready. Um, but we're, we're going to go over all of the movies here. So. With that said, uh, let's start with the best of the worst, the very bottom. Uh, <laughs> Hair, what did we have? So I think I think when you're talking about the Fast and Furious franchise, uh, there's two movies that come to mind that are pretty much consensus bottom two. Um, and this is the one that I would say is consensus mostly people's bottom movie. And that's the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, released in 2006. Um, tried to find some details on the budget for that film. Uh, didn't really look too hard, but couldn't find any, which is probably because it was uh, such a bust. Um, it made $158 million worldwide, which isn't much a success. Um, it doesn't have the lowest Rotten Tomato critic score, uh, but it's a Rotten Tomatoes critic score is 37%. Um, now let's talk a little bit about this movie. For me, I don't think this is the worst one. I think, you know, the next one coming up on the list is the worst one. I think that's also because this movie came out when I was 18, uh, maybe 17, uh, 17, 18. So this was like primary, like the kid like isn't working out in high school and he's going, he's going overseas and he's learning how to drift. And while I have no interest in cars, I know nothing about cars. Um, love the Fast and Furious franchise. So that was enough for me to be like, let's jump back in. And this is, you know, going back to 2006, this was also kind of pre-internet, you know, as far as the hype machine and, you know, Twitter machine and all that stuff. So, you know, there was the, obviously the big reveal at the end, spoiler alert, you know, Dominic Toretto is back, um, and, you know, and showing Vin Diesel at the final scene there. And I believe I did see this movie with you, Hans. Am I correct on that? Possibly. Um, when did this come out? It was 2006. 2006. So it's, yeah. it's very possible we did. Um, I, I know this was the first one I saw in theaters, so I didn't see one. I kind of jumped into the Fast and Furious train late. Um, mm. But yeah, this was this is the first one I actually kind of I, I don't I don't know why it was the first one. I have no idea. Um, it's definitely the, it, it belongs in the top bottom, too. Um, this was one of the first movies I saw with like that stinger at the end where, yeah. you know, it wasn't necessarily post credits, but you know, you have, you know, the hero, basically the hero from the first one come back, which nowadays I feel like every movie has some kind of post credit scene. So it's not that wouldn't be that surprising in, in today's day and age, but I think ba back then 
you know, like you had said before the internet, before the internet kind of took over with spoilers and everything that like blew everyone's minds. Like if you didn't see it opening weekend, then most likely you were getting spoiled by someone who saw it. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I just remember the news trickling out like, Hey, you got to stay for the credits. Like there's a nice, you know, kind of surprise. And it was, mm-hmm. uh, it was nice to see, you know, Dom pulling up and being like, what's up? It's me. Let's go. Um, and you're like, yes, they're, they're going for it. He's back. Um, because, you know, obviously for me, Too Fast and Too Furious, the second movie in the, in the franchise was solid, but I think it was missing that Dom element in family. So um, I know we haven't really talked about the movie, but Greg, uh, I'll toss it over to you about, you know, maybe touching base on that a little bit. Uh, yeah, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift is by far the worst movie in the franchise for me. Um, <laughs> and just, you know, as, as a way to um, kind of reinvigorate my memory and, and prep for the new movie coming out i rewatched all of them in the uh franchise and uh this one just could not keep my attention i don't know what it was uh, you know i find the cast i think was lacking um lucas black the uh 25 uh, year old playing like a 17 year old and he's got this corn pone southern accent and it's like ugh, i just it's nauseating the <laughs> soundtrack i think did not work either you know there was some goofy don't you see how we do in tokyo or like it was something corny that like that slaps, man i don't know what's nah, wrong with you. it it doesn't and you know what like even who was um who was his friend was that bow wow uh yeah yes. little bow, bow wow, wow yeah. was in this one yes so bow wow has a car yeah. that's like tricked out to look like the hulk i'm the hugest yep. comic fan and even that made me roll my eyes it's like dude that car looks like a piece of crap um i just i was not into it sunny chiba was in it so that's like the one mm-hmm. plus and uh oh yeah. and the kid from um home improvement uh although that was pretty in the horrifying first to watch yeah yeah uh, uh, the older race. brother right the oldest brother yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The, but they get in like a serious wreck. I thought they were going to die. And then it turns out, no, everybody's fine. And daddy bails them out and stuff. So I don't know. I just, this movie, not for me. I don't like it. I, I think <laughs> what, what this is like, kind of, I think one of the first kind of uh, like instances where you start seeing like movies having shared universes in terms of like this death, this couldn't, you could take away the Fast and Furious name from this. And it would, it would just be another movie. Like it would just be just another race car movie. But I, I think that now that they kind of, uh, I guess, I don't know how far they thought about it in 2006 because Tokyo Drift kind of plays a like in, like a pretty important part in a few of the later movies. But I don't know whether or not if, if some of this stuff was planned or not. I don't know. But I, I think that was very the first time where it was kind of like, all right, well, it's not necessarily like it's not going to follow the first two movies. Now it's like a much bigger world. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I will note also that... uh this and um fast and furious uh were the only two that i haven't seen in theaters uh mm. so yeah this one it just as much as i love the second one i had no interest in seeing this <laughs> and i was proven right when i finally got around to watching it at home yeah yeah i think i think for me tokyo drift like i said i think i fast and furious is a little worse um but for me, it's just, I don't know. I think, I think it has some fun elements and, you know, I think, I think this really launched the next part for the series where they, you know, I don't know when they filmed the movie and then decided to put in that teaser, you know, at the end with Dom coming back, whether it was like, Hey, you know, we need to, you know, show people we're going to reboot the series because I know it's a couple of years. It's about three years after this, when the next one comes out, uh, Fast and Furious, um, in 2009, but, um, 
Yeah, I think this was kind of like the launching pad to be like, we're not doing this right. You know, let's try to get, you know, the guys back together and the band back together to go for it. So, Chris, what's uh, what's number eight on our list? So number eight, I brought it up a couple times. Fast and Furious, not the Fast and the Furious. They just dropped the <laughs> thes and called it Fast and Furious, which led to so much confusion um, when that came out. Um, I'll, I'll admit, I actually recently, this is probably the most recent one I watched within the past couple of weeks. I had it on kind of as background noise. I feel like a lot of these movies can be background noise, but just having them on, they're not. At this point, I, this wasn't really, this wasn't really like a plot driven series. I guess you could say for the most part, I think four was more of a soft reboot to bring Dom and Paul Walker, Paul Walker back together. Um, and then I know we mentioned before, like it introduced like Gal Gadot, um, some of the kind of the heavy hitters that are going to go into the series, like in the next few movies, um, you know, Letty's killed off in like pretty much the first five, 10 minutes. And, yeah. you know, I, I, that kind of like ruined it for me. Cause I'm, I'm a huge Michelle Rodriguez fan. I, you know, I, I, I was kind of disappointing to see that in the first like 10 minutes. But other than that, I'm, I'm glad they brought her back. I like how they brought her back. But at the same time, I, this is very like I, I don't really even though this was the most recent one I watched. I don't really remember too much with it because I feel like it was just maybe at this point a soft reboot. Like, I, I feel like they just wanted to at least put a filler in between like what they wanted to do between three and five. So they're like, all right, well, let's just toss like just a, a stand, basically a standalone movie for um for um brian and dom but as you can see in five like after five the thing just goes in a whole different direction like more more plot driven but um i mean the action was good it was cool to see um brian and dom together again i mean they are basically the two most known characters in the series so uh, i think it was a good good idea to bring them back but um you know i it it, it was i it wasn't a bad movie, but it compared to the the ones that we're going to talk about in the list a little bit, it's it's definitely probably the weakest of 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 the bunch of the ones after Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. So, Greg, what do you think? Uh, yeah. So this one is ranked right where I had it on my list at a uh, number eight. Um, this, like I mentioned, was the other one I didn't see in theaters, so I kind of saw this one retroactively right before five came out, but um. I mean, it's for me, it's it's watchable. It's not terrible like uh, Tokyo Drift, but definitely not my favorite. Um, this is the lowest rated uh, for Rotten Tomatoes with a 28 percent. And um, I don't really get that, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, plot wise, this was the first time. So in the first one, Brian is undercover trying to infiltrate gangs or Dom's gang. And then the next time we see Dom and uh, Brian together in a movie, it's this one. And they're kind of like frenemies. They're like, they're both working to try and get the same drug Lord. uh, And so, you know, they're, they're both going undercover and they're kind of playing off each other and stuff. I thought um, it was cool that it, this movie had stakes with Letty dying uh, as much as I, I like Michelle Rodriguez, yeah. you know, it's it it's nice that they're they were willing to play with. Hey, you know, we can off somebody to show that this is serious business. Uh, as Hans mentioned, Gal Gadot coming in, uh, thought she was a great addition. Was this the one um, also that introduced? Uh, I forget the the dude's names, the two uh, Latino guys, um, Don Omar and uh I want to say the other guy's name is Tigo or something. 
I think you might be right on that, but it might also be, I don't remember if their movie was fast five because that's the first time I remember seeing them because I think I, you know, only saw this one once and then it was mm-hmm. like, I'm out on it. Cause I think this one was ranked number nine on my list. Um, because I just, I just, I don't love it. Um, okay. to be honest with you. Um, um well, if, it, but... if this was the first appearance, which I think it was, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I like them. So it was cool. Yeah. having Them in the movie. Yeah. Nice um, little comedic humor there. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, just, you know, it's this one's take it or leave it to me. Harry, yeah. How about you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, like I said, I think this is the worst one. I, I don't, I didn't really get the whole, you know, let's let's bring the band back together and then let's just, you know, off one of them um, pretty much, you know, very early on in the movie, especially somebody like Michelle Rodriguez, who I think is a definitely a solid actress and a great even action actress um, even more. Um, this movie did cost $85 million to make um, and it made $360 million worldwide. So, you know, when we talk about, you know, some of the budgets and the and what the movies made, you'll kind of see that this is kind of the turning point, you know, that I was kind of referencing with the last one where this is where the page turns and they realize, hey, like we might have something here to kind of build off of. You know, they got the band back together, they introduced some new characters, you know, and then that leads to the whole world building with Fast Five um, for it. But yeah, I mean, I know there's like an underground, like they got to get over like the border, you know, right, you know, kind of CGI mess to me action scene where they're like driving in tunnels um, that doesn't quite work for me for it. Um, so, yeah, I think this I think this one should be just below Tokyo Drift. But again, I think this is usually the consensus eight, nine, um, you know, with these two for for it. Uh, so next up, uh, ranked number seven in our list, but actually number eight in the uh, the main series of installments <laughs> is The Fate of the Furious. Uh, that was released in 2017. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score of 67%, so pretty high there. Uh, budget of $250 million and made $1.2 billion, with a B, worldwide. B. Yeah, so this was uh, the first installment without paul walker at all um and so i think you know that probably lent some uh some lent to some people going and buying tickets to see what were they going to do and how is this going to play out um i was kind of talking to harry before the show and saying you know uh, this was the most recent one i i rewatched, and um i don't it wasn't as bad as i remember it uh it has some over-the-top stuff for sure um, yeah. you know, there's a, a whole submarine going through the ice and <laughs> it's just kind of wacky. And, uh, I think the rock redirected a torpedo with his bare hands. Uh, so that was a little nuts, but there were some elements that they added like Dom's son. Um, that was really cool. Uh, seeing Owen and, uh, Luke or Shaw. Are those the two names? Yeah. L- yeah. Deckard well, I mean- or. Deckard, Owen and yeah, Owen and Deckard. No, right? Deckard Shaw is from Blade Runner, isn't it? No, no. it is. It's Deckard. Okay. Deckard is Jason yeah. Statham, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is Deckard. Yeah. Uh, but Deckard is the name of the character from <laughs> from Blade Runner. Also, that's what I thought. Uh, I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> um, maybe no mods so there. We have two Shaw brothers coming in. This is the first time we see Helen Mirren also as their mom. Uh, yep. Charlize Theron was great as a villain. She was very yeah. cold and calculating. I, I did um, enjoy her. And, you know, they left her alive for the next one. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think this is appropriately ranked. Um, and again, you know, not as 
not as bad as I initially thought. Um, over the top, but you know, fun. Uh, Hans, what did you think about Fate of the Furious? So I haven't seen all of it. Uh, I saw the majority of it um, in terms of, uh, you know, I, I did one of those YouTube videos to see like the best parts of it because I, I, and I really do have every intention to see eight before nine comes out. Like I, I, you know, I know Harry's talked about lending me his Blu-ray for it because I don't own it and it's not bring it over anywhere. <laughs> so um, I, I will revisit it, but I've seen a lot of goofy parts in that movie. And I, I, I think, I think seven and you know, when we get the seven, we'll talk about that is where I think this one's more along the lines of where like this team isn't necessarily like just like regular team. Like they're basically superhumans. It's, it's X-Men and somehow like superhuman beings in doing these goofy missions where the rocks do, like you said, redirecting a torpedo. I saw that in the trailer. And I think the, my first reaction was like, I think I put my head down. It was like, you kidding me? Like this is, this is so bizarre. And, you know, it, it's one of those it's movies a little where, silly. <laughs> and yeah. And it's it's one of the movies where in the sequels, the villain from the previous one of the villains from the previous one becomes a good guy. And, you know, then from this, we get Hobbs and Shaw and all like and I'm a huge Jason Statham fan. So I'm glad that he they didn't. Um, well, when, once we get into seven, we'll talk about that. But um, it was cool to see Owen back. Um, it was cool to see like Helmira. I love Charlize Theron. I think she's great. It's good to see her in a villain role, which I don't think I've ever really seen her other than monster. I don't even like, I, I don't even think she, I guess she was a villain in that. Um, but I, other than that, um, I, I don't really, she's always like basically the hero in these action movies. So it was cool to kind of see her take a little bit of a different role. You know, Dom's a bad guy through, I think most of the movie as, as I was catching on. Um, but other than that, you know, it, it, one of the reasons it probably made a lot of money was, like you said, because Brian wasn't back and they, they want. I think a lot of people were curious to see the direction it was going to take. It went in a very different direction, I think, than a lot of people thought in terms of just in terms of amping up the action. But um, we've mentioned it before where I think after five, these movies start taking like kind of a linear story, which is good. And, you know, this kind of coll- like mixes in a lot of the past characters with Owen, Deckard, um, you know, and, and, you know, they're, they're going to need a lot to make up for Brian being gone. And I think they did, you know, from what I was able to tell, they did a, a pretty solid job with bringing in some big names with it. Mm-hmm. Harry, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, this is right where I had this one ranked. And I think with, you know, seven, you know, if you're talking about your rankings, your own personal rankings, I think this one through number four, cause I think there's a definitive top three in my opinion, but I think four through seven, you can kind of mix and match. And I think the fate in the furious, like is just kind of the quintessential, like what you're looking for from a, from a fast and the furious movie, you know, you're looking for some crazy action scenes where somebody's, you know, driving and guiding a torpedo. Uh, you're looking for cool villains. You're looking for one of the previous villains to kind of, you know, realize like, hey, there's a bigger villain that we have to try and take out. Um, you know, and I, I think this one, I again, you know, there's only 10 movies on this list. You know, somebody's got to be at the bottom and, you know, it's the middle tier is kind of where I think you can play around a little bit more. But, you know, um, this one by no means is a bad one. I think it's it's definitely, you know, highly enjoyable. And, you know, um, yeah, I would highly recommend it. You know, if, if you haven't seen nine, you know, this is the one to definitely see beforehand. There might be some parts that are confusing, but, um, you know, at least the villain, you know, is carrying over. And I'll, I'll be interested to see what they do, 
you know, going forward with their last, what, two movies it is? Because I think they're doing 10 and then 11, and then that that is apparently it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll be interested to see if, you know, Charlize is, you know, the villain, you know, by the end of this movie still as well, or if they bring her into the fold and, you know, bring in another big bad. Yeah, it's interesting for, for Nine because uh, I was checking the casting and they've announced Helen Mirren, but they haven't announced Jason Statham or, um, hmm. uh, oh, God. Who, who plays Owen? Uh, uh, Luke. Luke Evans. Luke Evans. Luke Evans. Luke Evans. Luke Evans yeah. Um, they haven't announced either of those guys yet. So I don't mm-hmm. know if they're going to be returning, although I imagine that they would if Helen Mirren's going to be in it. Yeah. But Charlize, it's, it seems like she's going to be, you know, one of the main they're bads, running, I guess. They're running into the Avengers problem. It's like, where, where are the Shaw? <laughs> where are the Shaw brothers? Like, you exactly. know, what were they doing while Cypher was trying to take over the world? They're- Probably doing stuff on the moon or something. That's why they launch cars in, in the space to see them. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, that was uh, Fate of the Furious. So what do we number got next? Our list. Yeah. Number number six on our list is uh, the only, I guess, sub. Well, I guess Tokyo Drift is like kind of a subcategory entry. But another subcategory entry, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, released in 2019. Uh, budget was about 200 million and it made uh, 759 million worldwide. Um, so this is the most recent, I guess, Fast and Furious adaptation that we have, even though Fate of the Furious was the last movie uh, of the kind of series. Um, and I think for this one, it just kind of shows that like this movie can, you know, this franchise can be successful with the name possibly alone. Um you know, it was a Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score of 67%, same as Fate of the Furious. So, you know, no, you know, it is a fresh movie. Um, but I felt like the dynamic with this one with, uh, you know, Jason Statham and uh, The Rock really worked. Um, adding Vanessa Kirby, I think, is, you know, the sister was a, was a brilliant addition there for it. Um, and, you know, this one, like I said, with the last one, The Fate of the Furious, I think it's just a solid, this is what you want. You want people getting into, you want the comedy, you know, of uh, of the rock and jason statham you know you want some stakes um you know with it and you know obviously my man is in it idris elba give me more idris elba elba i wish uh i don't know i I don't know if we officially saw him die at the end of this movie spoiler alert in case you haven't seen it um (laughs) like to try and do that before but uh I um, would love to see him just in the franchise as a permanent figure. Love to see him in nine. I hope he's in nine as some surprise or maybe he teams up with Cypher at the end. That would be incredible. So uh, hands, what are your, what are your thoughts on Hobbs and Shaw hands? Um, This was one I I absolutely put on in the background because (laughs) I wanted to at least, cause I didn't see, I didn't see fully see fate and I didn't see Hobbs and Shaw as of last week. So I want to at least catch up and see one of them. Bang him out, baby. Bang him out. as much as I've recently saw this movie, I, I feel like a lot of it didn't like, I didn't retain a lot of it because there was a lot going on and <laughs> like I, it was, it, and it, it had me entertained. Like it was like, it was an act, it was a summer movie. This is exactly like, yeah. I, you didn't have to put this is what you want from th- your blockbuster. You didn't like, you didn't have to put fast and furious presents. Like I probably would have watched this at some point in my life, just seeing like the rock and chase and state in it. you know, Idris Elba is a villain. And it just, it, it was so weird. And like, isn't Roman Reigns in this for a little bit? Like, he is, yeah. yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. So I like, I was watching, I'm like, oh, it's Roman Reigns. And then like, what I thought was cool, like at mm-hmm. the end is they have a little like, kind of like, I, I don't know if it was post credits or like at the end where they introduce Ryan Reynolds into this world, which I think is, is pretty cool. I'm a big Ryan Reynolds fan, but I think like 
I think he does like these acts like he's great in Deadpool. I think he definitely fits that kind of role for this type of movie like this. And as this like this series is evolving on, they're just trying to see like what bigger star can we get to the point where like they're basically Avengers where it's every Avengers movie. It's like, oh, like, my God, we got this person. We got this person. And I think and, and they're heading in that direction now. If they move on past 11, like if they do, I don't know if they're go- like, you know, we'll see how, how much money talks. But, you know, they're going to need like Vin Diesel cannot do this all his life. He cannot continue to do this. And, put- <laughs> yeah, like they, these characters, like they got to have to they want they want to have to do something else. <laughs> like, And to be honest, so I think they're going to start bringing in like newer talent. But it's just like you, you could see like Statham in the rock. And I mean, they're they've held their own franchises before and they're they're they can bring in money. Like they bring in the money, like they're, they're aidless talent, especially for this type of movie. But it just, I, I don't necessarily think this needed to be included in the fast and furious franchise. The only like connection is the fact that like their names are Hob and Shaw and they were in a couple of previous entries. Like I don't remember any tie specifically to previous, the previous like seven movies. So maybe you guys can help me out with that. I, yeah, I didn't I mean, catch anything. The- other than having, you know, yeah, the Shaws, uh, yeah, and and the Rock, I don't think there really was any ties, but, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, as far as my take on it, I thought this was uh, a fun action movie, a popcorn flick, like you said. Um, the car play was a little less than normal, which I'm okay with, you know, switch it up. Um, but that chemistry between Jason Statham and the Rock is just fantastic and you know the the movies that they were in together in the main series um really showed off what they could do so i'm happy that they got their spinoff uh this caused some friction with uh, vin diesel uh behind the scenes so i i think that's part of the reason why the rock is not going to be in future installments of uh, the main series but also you know they they had some uh, misgivings on the set for uh fate of the furious as well uh, the rock was saying Vin was kind of a prima donna showing up late and things of that nature. Uh, just rumor in any window folks. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've heard that too. And and I, I think even like on social media, like you can kind of see some things where like, even like Vin Diesel came out and said something or that. I, I don't know. Like there was definitely some heat that made it its way public. And it just, I, at this point, if the rock doesn't come back for fast and furious movie, I, I don't think I'll care. Like he was cool in it, but I like, he had his like really cool moments. But if he never steps foot in like a Fast and Furious movie or like same with Jason Statham, I, I just I think at this point now they're looking for storylines that are just going to be like so over the top that you're not even going to notice these guys missing. But it is cool <laughs> that they have their own their own franchise that if they want to make like a Hobbs and Tall Hobbs and Shaw 2, then they're able to. And and like I said, they're bringing in other names. So hopefully they they have a, a somewhat of a like a producers have a plan to move forward after the Fast movies are done. Yeah. Um Idris was cool as uh, a villain uh, to quote to, or to paraphrase him, black Superman. Uh, he was pretty, yeah. <laughs> pretty kick butt. Uh, I thought some of the stuff was a little eye rolling, um, but that tends to happen with the uh, fast franchise, um, particularly the uh, final battle where they're on Samoa and, oh, you know, all the, the, yeah, go. all the weapons go dead and all this stuff. And they've got, you know, explosions hooked up to the cars and everything just seemed a little over the top, but uh, but that's what we're here for. We're here for over the top. So, <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know. That's my thoughts on Hobbs and Shaw. It was it was good. Uh, fun entry. Um, not critical to watching the rest of the series, but um, 
you know, I would say if you're looking for a fun romp, go go check it out. I was going to ask before we jump into the the next before Chris tells us what number five is. Uh, mm-hmm. Would was there another character you guys like to see to have their own sub movie like Fast and Furious presents X character? Yeah, give me Giselle uh, Gal Gadot's character. I know she's gone. Um, you yeah. know she she passed away in one of the movies. But look, if they can kill letty and bring her back and kill han and bring him back like i'm sure and we didn't see giselle die we just saw her kind of go back uh yeah so i would be interested in a giselle and han movie where they're going i think they talk about going to tokyo but i would like to see kind of maybe their trip there if something happens in between so i'd be down for a movie like that that'd be pretty cool yeah i would probably guess on that I don't. Yeah, I, I don't guess. know who I'd want to see as a spinoff. Like, I just no. I just I don't know. Like, I, I think like the two most like if you're if you're talking about like a fast movie like in that franchise, I don't think anyone can really hold their own other than like action packed stars like The Rock and. Statham. You don't want to see a Tyrese and Luda like buddy comedy no. back in <laughs> Miami. No, I can't deal no. with two hours straight of that. <laughs> I mean, hour and a half, dude. We're not talking two hours here. They cut it <laughs> slim. Hour and a half. Nah, dude. I mean, they all these movies they've, they've been like two to fifteen. Oh, like, yeah. they get longer and longer. Like an and I, I think the fade of the furious is like I think two and a half hours, which is probably the reason. Like since our last podcast when we like or like we talked about you letting me borrow it, I think I realized I don't have that time to watch like mm. a three-hour movie. So I was just like, but I, I can. I think the th- like Fast Nine is supposed to like. I think it's clocking in at like two forty-five. With that, like, good when you're starting let's, to compete with Lord of the Rings it. length time. Like, I realize it's like I like. Listen, if these if these, some of these garbage Marvel movies can be two and a half hours, oh, like we oh, can make Fast and Furious whoa. movies two and a half hours. Hot takes coming in. <laughs> there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. You know that? No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> My God! All right, uh, what do we have next? We got Fast and Furious six next. Um. I I think this is like when and we've mentioned a couple times, I think that the kind of series starts re, resetting after five. Um, five was was like I said, four was the soft reboot. Five was like kind of the hard reboot in terms of bringing all these characters in, especially like the rock. I think six is where things like really started pedaling forward with bringing in Owen Shaw. Um, you know, uh, they have some other people like step up like Letty's Letty comes back. When she's surprised, like she's teased at the end of five, which is cool. Um, another one, it's kind of similar to like Fast Day, where like Letty's basically a villain until she's not, until mm-hmm. the story serves its purpose and she's a, a good part, like good again and she remembers. Um, has the longest runway scene that I've ever seen in a movie. The longest one, um, uh, especially with a that plane was... that goes, I'm pretty sure it takes off at like 500 miles an hour and cars that are somehow managing to keep up with that speed. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that plane was huge and the cars were like holding it down. It's like, mm, I was a laugh. And <laughs> I'm going to, you know, at, at this, this is where I think the series kind of like, you got to like suspend any kind of like disbelief where it's just like, it's, it's now, this is where I think they realize like now we have to go over the top. Cause I mean, <laughs> even with five, like they're dragging a big safe like through yeah. the city. Which isn't that bad. I mean, I, it's possible, I guess. Like, I, I don't obey know. the laws of physics, but sure. exactly. <laughs> but then I think six is like six is where like the writers' table were probably like, all right, let's see what we can do. Like, what <laughs> what kind of things can we play around with and 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 kind of just make audience just be like, my god. 
Um, <laughs> the action and it's great. I, I love seeing the rock back. Um, I liked that he wasn't just like a like a character in five. I think they kind of had confidence with him to kind of be that that um that kind of go to role. Now Hans in this, so this takes place before Tokyo Drift, which is where like kind of the Tokyo Drift link comes in. This has mm-hmm. one of my favorite post credit scenes with Jason Statham coming in and saying, you know, what's he say? Like, I think he's like Dominic Toretto. You don't know who I am, but I know who you are, which yeah. is fantastic. Um, I, I, that was another one where like even the internet existed and we didn't necessarily, I didn't even know he was cast in that. I saw this opening weekend. So I don't think anyone knew that he was going to be cast. And you're like, at this point, Statham's kind of crossed that B to a list. So, you know, got a lot of people excited for, for the next few, next few movies. Well, Harry, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I think with six, again, like you could flip this with any of the other previous movies, Hobbs and Shaw or Fate for me um, with it, um, you know, it was budgeted one hundred and sixty million dollars, you know, made seven hundred and eighty eight million um, Rotten Tomatoes critic scores about 70 percent. So another one that, you know, people the people did enjoy. But yeah, I think like you were saying, Hans, this kind of takes this kind of takes the story from five and then just kind of amps it up. You know, the rock comes and he's like, Hey, you know, we got this, you know, uh, Owen Shaw character. And then this is where it ties in the link for, like you said, with the end credit scene with, you know, Tokyo drift where it's like, Oh, like, you know, Han was killed by, you know, you know, Shaw's brother who is, you know, Deckard, which is Jason Statham and, you know, leads to, you know, seven. Um, which is, you know, incredible. Seven's incredible. Um, you know, no spoilers there, but yeah, I mean this one, you know, it's again, what you want from your Fast and Furious movies. Um, you know, I think it's a little, I mean, I think this is also like for me where it's like, I don't know if the whole, you know, being over in England aspect works. I mean, I get the villain, you know, is in England and, you know, the international European element of it, you know, work doesn't work as well for me. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fine choice and, you know, middle of the road, you know, uh, number five, uh, pick there for us. Yeah. I, th- I think you hit, uh, the nail on the head there with middle of the road, you know, it's perfectly fine entry. Um, I, I totally agree with the setting, you know, when I see fast and furious movies, I want like some exotic location, absolutely gorgeous, you know, kind of like a bond yeah. movie, um, and you know, rainy England doesn't necessarily do it i mean yeah. you know it's cool to see the history but we're talking street racing here and, and stuff it's not like uh you know they get to show that yeah. off and this what is where I, I was gonna say this is well i know they have that like near end car chase where like they're out in like the mountain somewhere and dom he literally jumps from like one car to another and or he does like the launch over chris is already shaking his head because i know he hates it but <laughs> yeah just incredible superman <laughs> I, just, um, I can't I can't I just <laughs> that that might have been the point in the series where I'm like like all right now I think like I don't want to say I checked out but I'm like he just jumped uh, from one highway to another like there's no possible way he should be able to clear that and then land it on a car like perfectly <laughs> but whatever that's the furious baby <laughs> yeah um the other thing too that I'll add is you know it's a little weird uh, watching this after Gina Carano kind of had her meltdown oh, on yeah. social media. So uh, yeah. it, you know, looking at it with those eyes, where before you know I was like, okay, you know, she's not bad. She's kind of a new to the acting game, but in here it's just like, eh, get her off screen. Um, 
So yeah, I don't I know. That's... I didn't even remember her. Like I and I looked at like IMDb the other day, just like kind of <laughs> just to do a little bit of research. I'm Refresh, like, oh yeah, yeah. She, she like wasn't it. Like I think mm-hmm. at this time it was like this and Deadpool was like she was kind of breaking into the acting game. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's my thoughts on Fast Six. So. Uh, all right. Well, next up, we have one of my personal favorites at number four, Too Fast, Too Furious from 2003. Um, this is ranked number four on our overall list. It had a budget of 76 million, made 236 million worldwide and uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score 36 percent. A lot of people did not like this. A lot of people saw it as kind of a weaker entry. This is actually on my personal list, the second uh entry it's you know number two not number four but um i just man talking about exotic locales i thought miami was gorgeous absolutely perfect uh scenery and uh and culture uh vibes all of it just you know give me that um starts off with a really cool race with brian uh we get introduced to roman in this movie uh, um as well as uh Ava Mendez's um, police character, which I don't know what she's been up to, but I need more Ava Mendez. Like, come on, Ava, give. give yeah, she had a moment then, like in two thousand, like in the early two thousands, she was definitely like the who's this girl? Um, yeah, you know, who's this woman? I should say. Um, but yeah, would love love more Ava in, in our in our life. Yeah, get her get her back, and uh, get her some roles. But um, but yeah, no, I just I thought this movie was just. Gorgeous to look at, a blast. It was really fun, you know. I thought Roman was funny. This was before his character kind of became overplayed for me. Um, and Tej, you know, this is also where we meet him for the first time, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, or he had his giant fro, which, you know, let me see him bring that look back. That was pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, I just, I really like the movie, like the storyline. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I loved it. <laughs> uh, Hans, what did you think about Too Fast, Too Furious? Yeah, I mean, it. it I, I think a lot of people. This is kind of like going. You have a, a hit movie with Fast and Furious, and you take away Vin Diesel, which was he was like other than Brian, he was the star of the movie. So I think a lot of people probably. I think with that in the back of their mind, were like, you know, it, like that's like I'm trying to think. It's like having Iron Man two with not without Robert Downey. Halloween and, three with no Michael Myers. <laughs> right. So I, and I think that a lot of people kind of had that in the back of their mind. Now, I, 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 I'm, this isn't my favorite of the Fast and Furious, but I, I, it is enjoyable. Um, John Singleton directed it, which was a great follow-up to have as a director for the first one, um, which was, which was great. Um, you know, Roman's character as he goes through, it's, he does become very annoying, but I thought he was like, kind of like, it was a good introduction for his character for Tyrese. Um, but other than that, yeah, it was, it was an excellent follow-up to, I, it's not one of the movies where the sequel's better than the original. I mean, the original's still going to be better, but it definitely, you can, you can kind of put these in the conversation of say, like, it's a good one-two punch. And at the time, you know, Fast, or Too Fast, Too Furious came out, they weren't planning 15 years in the future. So in their mind, they probably only had maybe this in Tokyo Drift, where they're like, all right, it's a good number two, it just, it, it sucks that it has Tokyo Drift as its to, to close out that trilogy but um yeah it really did well without i think it was what it was really good without vin diesel um but uh it, it was it was a good follow-up um it still doesn't beat one but and it but it definitely beats uh tokyo drift by by a mile mm-hmm. um Harry, what do you think yeah i mean i love too fast too furious I, I had it known number five uh when we were doing our you know early initial rankings um 
you know, I think Greg does make a good point with, you know, uh, Tyrese's character with Roman, you know, kind of being like the perfect balance a little bit. You know, I think he does go to the comedic side a lot more. Um, but I think that's because the other actors around him are kind of playing the, you know, tough guy role. And he has to, you know, figure out where he fits in and there for it. Um, love the kind of last, I guess, last kind of where they trick, uh, where they drive their two cars on the highway into that like big, I guess, like storage place. And then they all come out with all the cars. I thought that was a really cool. They're like, we got them trapped. And then they come out with, you know, the, the crap ton of cars there that, you know, uh, try to trick them. Uh, for that um my biggest problem with this movie and why i don't think it belongs in the top half of the furious movies is i don't think cole hauser is a is a great villain mm. um and i think that's kind of where for me you know when i when i look at these movies you know i mentioned idris elba and hobbs and shaw you know we mentioned Charlize a little bit you know even having statham as the villain um you know it just kind of takes it to that extra level for me where it's like, oh yeah, like, you know, you need that element, you need that kind of counter, you know, weight, at least to me to be, you know, a better movie. But um, I do that, that, uh, that rat scene with the bucket with Cole Hauser was, was pretty intense, but um, yeah, didn't, didn't really buy him as, you know, uh, I think, I think Eva Mendez is going home with Paul Walker 10 times out of 10 over Cole <laughs> Hauser. Cause he's, he's a loser. So it's yeah. fine. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Hair, what do we got next? Yeah, moving into the top three. So for me, you know, I won't speak for you guys, but like this is like the definitive top three for me. Um, I don't think there there can be any debate. And if it is, it's a hot take and it's wrong. <laughs> um, so the so Greg, you're wrong with your two fast and two furious. <laughs> um, but we have the, the fast and the furious from 2001, the first movie in the entry series, basically uh, a point a point break remake with uh, with cars. Um, and street racing um, instead of, uh, I guess, surfers and, uh, you know, uh, extreme, you know, uh, with bungee, not bungee jumpers. What do they do? Plane jumpers. Help me out here. Skydiving. Skydiving. Sky yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, no, no, you got it. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I didn't know what skydiving <laughs> from the sky was about. So I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, so this this one had a modest budget of 38 million. It made 207 million worldwide. Um, Rotten Rotten Tomatoes critic score of 53 percent, which I think is a little on the low side um, for it. But I mean, this is the start of it all. Um, this one is probably this a seven and five are played in my house all the time. Uh, you know, I've talked about the movies my wife loves to just put on. You know, background noise, comfort movies. This is one. Um, you know, young Paul Walker stud in it. You know, Vin Diesel, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? What are we supposed to think about him? He's just incredible guy, um, you know, for it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a point break, you can call it a point break rip, rip off with cars. But, um, you know, this is like the, the, you know, besides, I guess, you know, after the third one and probably the fourth one, the, the street racing kind of, you know, element comes out of it a lot. And this is, you know, uh, the original street race, you know, movie for it. So absolutely love this one. Highly recommend if you haven't seen it. Um, really cool watching in 2000, you know, a movie in 2001 where they're trying to steal, uh, you know, DVD players and like stereos. So that's like a nice, you know, history lesson for the young folks out there who, you know, need that. And, uh, I'm going to, I'm not going to lie as much as I don't know anything about cars and I, you know, am not invested in cars. When I saw those neon green Honda civics that they were using to steal the trucks um, with the undercarriage lights on there, I was like, I need a Honda civic with some neon green undercarriage lights. I was obsessed with it. I was like trying to figure out ways that how I could get that. And uh, I must say it never came to be. So sadly, did you buy me, a tank so. of NOS also? 
I didn't. No, I, I saw the blue flame and that cool scene when uh when Johnny Tran rolls up and he just shoots the car, um, and uh, the the blue flame comes out, which is absolutely sick. Um, but yeah, this movie this movie rocks. I, I can't speak enough about it. Hands, where, where do you sit with with Fast you, and Furious? You did have the Civic, so you were like one third there. I know. I know. The I just and the it black. Just didn't trick it out. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Maybe maybe in another life. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you get that RAV4 souped up now, so you get the, under, the lights <laughs> under there in the NAS. Um, no, it, it, this is where it all started. I, it, this this influenced influenced so many movies that like that after this came out, like a lot of I think a lot of there was a a string of attempts to make the next Fast and Furious. Like even a couple of years after it came out, I knew there was one movie I think called like Redline, if I remember that right. Mm, and yeah, it was the same thing where they're right. like they're trying to like reboot it with with you know, had that fast cars and, you know, like parties on the beach and all these like crazy, like, like settings. But, um, but yeah, I mean, this is the movie that put Paul Walker and, and Vin Diesel for the most part on the map. Um, they definitely became like characters that like, that pretty much like anyone in this kind of genre, like love, like it, it set off a whole different genre of movies. Um, and I think that, you know, looking back, like I haven't seen it recently, like maybe I saw that like five or six years ago and it still kind of holds to this day. And, and I know you mentioned the whole fact that they're stealing DVD players, like in this day and age, like that, that's a movie would not like, they wouldn't do that in like a movie that, that's being made in 2021. But like, I just think it's, I always say this, like, it's so funny how like the series evolved from one to nine that like, I don't even, I don't even consider like fast six or and on, part of like one and two i just consider it just like a whole different series it just happens to have the same characters um but again this is where like all started um the i mean most of uh, the main characters are for the most part are back other than paul walker like jordana brewster she hung around for a while michelle rodriguez was there and left and, and came back for um for she was out like majority of one movie or two movies but um yeah, I, I would definitely I, I like to revisit this movie every couple of years because it, it, there is there is a really good relationship like at like um, and good chemistry between Brian and Brian and Dom that I think car- and with their relationship like carries over to into following movies where like the first half of the franchise, they don't necessarily like each other. And basically it, it you know, shells out the whole word like family in every sentence from like five on. So they, okay. you know. Yeah, but it, it you know, it, it's it's not my favorite, but it does set off a, like pretty much what's probably the most profitable for one of the most profitable franchises. That's not Marvel or Star Wars. Well, Greg? Uh, I, I think it's funny. Um, go, first of all, look how far we came. I mean, <laughs> from one to eight, dude. I mean, it, it's crazy, but uh, I think it's funny, you know, even I think it was even as late as eight. Dom was still referring to Brian as Buster, which is what he called him in the first movie. Buster. Uh, He's a Buster. You know, <laughs> I live my life. The Buster got me out of handcuffs. <laughs> and, you know, you know, I mean, in this, it was like, oh, man, Dom's got a record. Like, he almost beat a dude to death with, uh, with a wrench. 
and yeah. it's like oh how quaint like you know seeing where we've been in eight and you know in nine we're gonna have cars strapped with rockets and you let's know, this go dude, this dude just you know his claim to fame was attacking someone with a wrench but uh but yeah no i mean it, it does uh hold up for the most part some things are a little dated like you mentioned with the the dvd players and stuff <laughs> there was a a little bit of homophobic language in there, which was a little abrasive. Yeah. Um, but other right. than that, you know, it, it's, it's a fun rewatch and uh, definitely um, I don't think anybody, including Vin uh, could have seen what would have spawned out of this, but I'm sure I speak for everyone when I say, you know, we're happy that it, it has turned into what it is. I mean, it's just such a cool franchise and, you know, regardless of, the over the top stuff at the core basis, you know, the family, this cast of characters and the, the cool street racing aspect of it. Well, maybe not so much street racing, but car play, I should say yeah. um, those are retained throughout the series. And, you know, yeah. that's all what we're here for. So I'm ride or die for fast and furious, baby. <laughs> is this, is this Vin Diesel's first like major role or was it, didn't he have like, when did Reddit I think came out? black might've been, Okay. Oh no, he was in a boiler one. room. Boiler room, I think, was his big. Yeah. That and private when... saving Private Ryan, he was in. Yeah, but he, he wasn't like a major role in that. Yeah. Okay. And he had Triple X also. When was that? That, that was, was the year after. after Fast and the Furious. But yeah, okay. Pitch Black and Boiler Room were two thousand. Oh Jesus! Uh, I've read um, Iron Giant, but he wasn't on screen. But yeah, right. I mean, that's where that's how he got to do the uh, the group voice work. They saw him in Iron <laughs> Giant and said, "That's our guy." <laughs> Uh, also, I uh, uh, just want to final summarize with that. Yeah, RIP to our man, Johnny Strong, Leon. Um, he's not actually dead, but his character is like one of the only characters who like from the original who's like not come back based off of, you know, possibly still being alive. So sorry, yeah. Leon, you know, maybe Fast 9, maybe Fast 10, maybe Fast 11. They're, I would they, love <laughs> I would absolutely love to be in a theater for if Leon shows up at some point and just the pop I think he would get. Because I think people love, like, are wondering, where's Leon? I think people would be like, who? Like, No, I mean, man. Everybody would be like, Leon! <laughs> I would love it if, like, in, like, 11, like, in the last, like, 15 minutes, like, he's, like, turns out to be, like, the one behind everything. Like, and people... <laughs> And people who like have stuck with this, like there's gonna be one, one guy in the theater that's stuck with the franchise for like 20 years. It's just like I it's can't believe I it. lost my dad's car in that race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, what do we got next? Right. What's number two? Number two. So this for me is is the best Fast and Furious movie. Um, but we have Fury Seven released in 2015, uh, budget of 190 million dollars, made one point. Five billion, as Greg would say, billion with a B, uh, worldwide, um, and was uh, is the highest, I believe, critically scored uh, Fast and Furious movie at eighty two percent. Now, I think obviously the big, the big, you know, thing with Fast and Furious Seven, and I think the sentiment going into it with obviously Paul Walker's, you know, tragic passing, um, and you know, I mean, I think it's hard to talk about this movie without talking about that because. You know, I think after five and after six, even, you know, I came out of those movies thinking, dude, they could do this forever. Not meaning like forever is in like 50 years, but like, you know, once Dom wants to fade away, you know, because I know he's a little bit older, more than Paul Walker, I'm, um, you know, Vin Diesel. 
um, you know, Paul could just kind of take the reins and we already have these other characters and kind of keep building the universe. And then, you know, when this happened, you know, I mean, I, the, you know, jumping ahead, I, I think the send off is absolutely incredible, you know, um, and it, it brought a tear to my eye watching it. Um, it's hard even talking about watching it um, just because of that emotional impact with it. You know, I, you know, I think as, as we've kind of talked about throughout the entire conversation is this movie's, you know, grown, you know, while, you know, there's, there was elements of point break, you know, and kind of using that template to kind of build the first one, you know, this is kind of an IP that's like not based off of a comic book, not based off of another movie, you know, this is kind of original, you know, IP creation and, uh, you know, to see what it's become and, you know, to kind of have that moment, you know, before seven was released and be like, what are they going to do? Um, and this one just knocks it out of the park for me. Um, you know, and I, I don't want to go on too much because I don't want to cry. Um, so, so hands, take it away there. You, you make it, are you making a face of disapproval? No, I'm gonna oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to be this nervous. A disapproval face. Fight. I, this, <laughs> this is where like, when I mentioned like, you know, they kind of said like, they're going to take the franchise in a different direction. I think this is where it just like goes on like such a higher upslope, especially in the scene. Like, I think it starts off where, or not the movie doesn't start off where they're taking parachuting cars out of a plane, Let's perfectly go, land them on the road. Incredible. Then they jump and hijack a bus or a truck with Tony Jaa hiding in there. And then they, they, they like get the kidnapped girl. And then they drive a car through one building to another. And Giving us a play by play. Help me. This all sounds great. I know, but I, I just, I don't even know how to like, how to like rate this movie. I don't think it should be the highest rated fast movie it should not 82 percent's a lot and i and i'm not saying it's a bad movie it's a very enjoyable movie but i i think like as i'm i i feel like as the movie went on like i started i said to myself like this is not realistic more than i probably like i've said in previous entries but again i i i love the movie based on like the adrenaline factor that it just keeps amping it up the end fight between Statham and Dom is the most ridiculous thing because they're literally beating each other with pipes and they're <laughs> fine. And at one point Dom says like, I don't know what his like ending finisher line is, but he's like, Oh, he says something like, you know what? The funny thing about the streets is they always win. Yeah. And he steps, and he steps on a concrete, oh. a concrete structure, parking garage. And it collapses. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> the thing collapses incredible I'm not, and i'm not even gonna say that was the most ridiculous part is the fact that it collapsed on vin diesel and jason statham and they're both back in the next movie <laughs> to like just be okay and you know i i think from the paul walker aspect of it like yeah it was a great send-off i think there were a lot of points in the movie where you know a lot of like i remember seeing it and a lot of people were like assuming they were going to kill his character off and a lot i've heard mm. people like in the theater like oh this is it this is it. Like yeah. he's going to go flying yeah, off a cliff. Watching it. Yep. There's like one scene when they're flying through like LA at the end. And like, you think like he might risk his life to like, but no, like, and I'm glad that they didn't because in today's world, with like deep fake and everything and like CGI and people's faces on, I, 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 something tells me that they kind of had that idea to possibly do it. Like they had, they could either do it and use the CGI and the deep fake and all that to continue his character but I think they went the right way to just let them kind of go off and give up all this crazy stuff. Cause, um, cause you know, his wife was pregnant. So it's like, he kind of 
Dom didn't want him to get involved with that stuff anymore. So I think it was cool that they did that. Now, I, again, we see in the future, you know, in Fast Eight, like um, they named the, the his son Brian. I think his isn't his brother like in it or like his character's brother or in Fast Eight. Or did I make about, about Paul Walker's real brother? Yeah, or? Paul Walker's. Or no, I, oh, all right. And no, I thought his character's brother was in it. Or did I maybe I make that up? Brian doesn't have a brother to yeah, my knowledge. He doesn't. Okay. All right. Then all right. Then I'm wrong. But other than that, like I, I just I, I think they probably wanted to bring him back, but they 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 did the right thing by just kind of honoring him, saying, like, all right, drive off in this way. And you know, and it got the 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 banger uh by Wiz Khalifa that we got um that's played you on can't the radio. Play that song. It's on the radio. <laughs> you listen to the I'm, radio in 2021? You bop yes. bopping out? Oh my god. There's so many good stuff on the radio now. Uh, but like that is – I'm on 95 like multiple times a week, and that song's always on. And – well, I'm driving down into the city. So oh, – yeah. but that song is always on. the radio. On. Yeah. But – um, and you know, I mean, when was that? Like a couple of years – like God knows how many years ago they're still pumping that, that song out. So I, I hear it. The first thing I think of is like Paul Walker uh, and, yeah, 100%. and Fast 7. Um you know, hopefully I'll sit down and watch Fast 8 in full. And I'll probably say the same things when we do our next podcast and say 8 is the most ridiculous movie that I've ever seen. So we'll see. <laughs> Greg? <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's a lot to like and a lot to love with Furious 7. Um, man, uh, first of all, my favorite scene in this is the whole thing where they're in Abu Dhabi and they're driving oh, dude, absolutely. cars from tower go. to tower, dude. Let's oh, go. Or no, wait, not even that. You have the, yeah, that, that first of all, that fight was, I didn't even get to that. That fight was great between her and Michelle Rodriguez. But what about when Dom lifts the car up oh, with yeah. his bare hands? <laughs> he uses Superman strength to lift it's a, a light car, car. Up. How else is it going to fly all the way over there? He's Listen. a human being. If if <laughs> if uh if a mom can do it when her baby's trapped, then Dom That's can right, do it. Greg. You know, I I believe in Dom. But uh, but yeah, that was that was crazy. The the whole Abu Dhabi sequence. Um, The Rock, you know, and his fight with Jason Statham in the beginning uh, was amazing. And then at the end, when uh, he just flexes and shreds his cast <laughs> off, and he's like, "Daddy's got to go to work." <laughs> oh man. Dude, I love this. Uh, yeah, it gets it gets a little crazy for sure. Um, but you've got some great bit players in it too. Uh, Jaiman uh, Hounsau is in it. Uh, love him. Uh, have yeah. loved him since Gladiator. And, you know, it's always good to see him in it. Tony Jaws, hands mentioned, um, you know, doesn't have a ton to cameo. do with the stuff that he's in. Uh, you know, he, he really showcases his skills. So... I I wonder if he suffered because of like uh, his scenes kind of involved Paul Walker. Like, I wonder if he mm-hmm. suffered or any development with his character suffered because of that, but sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, it's okay. And you know, maybe uh, it's a possibility. Um, this one also introduced the character of Ramsey and she was a great mm-hmm. addition to the crew. So uh, happy to see that they brought her character back for fate of the furious. And she's going to be in the F nine as well. Um, yeah trying to think of what else here the uh the way they handled paul walker i agree with you guys you know i thought it was cool that they just kind of had him ride off into the sunset rather than killing his character off um i will say on the most recent rewatch i did of it uh i i maybe it was because i wasn't looking for it i don't know but like 
it didn't stand out to me as much in the scenes where his brothers doubled for him and they CG yeah. his face on the very last scene stands out. Uh, but I didn't yeah. notice it at all in the rest of the movie where no, I think yeah. the first time I watched it, I, I was like, okay, there, there, and there. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. F- Furious seven definitely earned its place as number two overall for sure. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think the first, like, one of the scenes was, I, I don't know all the scenes that they used the double for, but I think is when Dom's house blew up, or Dom mm. Ryan, one of their house, whatever that scene was, I think that yeah. his brother was a double there. But I, I didn't, like, I, I think, like, at that time, I knew that they were doing, like, they were using his, his like, his brother to do it. But it is, it is very noticeable at the, um, that last scene, when he's looking over at Dom. Like, you could tell. His that face is, like, is, like, moving a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's not... It, it just, it fe- I feel like they de-aged them like in like 10, 15 years. Like it, it, it just looked weird. Um, but other than that, I mean, that, 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 but it was a good, it, it didn't take me out of the moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they could have did a cartoon drawing of them and put his head on there. And, and I still would have been like, kind of like probably like had the same reaction. So yeah, I cried balling like Harry in a, a public theater. Dude, it was a little, it was a little misty in there. You had to like keep your head down when you were coming out. It was like, geez, man, everybody thought it was good. All right, let's get out of here. I'll see you next week. Yeah. Dude, what'd you go Uh, see? Fury (laughs) seven. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, that leaves us with uh, one entry left, our number one on the list. And that is fast five from 2011 ranked number one. Uh, This was my personal number one as well. Had a budget of 125 million, made 626 million worldwide, and Rotten Tomatoes critic score of 77%. Uh, I just, man, I, I cannot say enough uh, good things about this movie. I talked about it in Fave Five action movies. Um, I think it was honorable mention. Um, this one was great because they really, it, it, it kind of, four kicks off where they start to go with the story. But at five yeah. is really where you see it come together and, and shape what the rest of the franchise is going to look like. Um, yep. But at the same time, it's still got ties to being realistic enough um, where, you know, it, it it's it's not totally over the top like some of the later movies. Uh, beautiful scenery in uh, Brazil. Um, just absolutely gorgeous. Uh you had Elsa Pataki coming in. You had uh, the dude playing Vince returning uh, from the original as uh, we find out at the end that Letty's alive. I mean, it's just, you've got the whole gang basically, except for Letty. Um, They bring together all these characters for the first time. They introduce Hobbs, who is just such a macho badass. I mean, he was just (laughs) really cool. Uh, A great entry. Um, I just, I don't know this. I, I can gush and gush about this movie, but I want to hear your guys thoughts Hair, What do you think? Yeah. I mean, um, I just want to say for the, for the listeners, uh, the reason Fury seven isn't number one is because both of you guys ranked seven, number, number three. So this was, <laughs> this was, this was number two for me um, on my you know list. And I, I talked about it. It was one of my top action movies, you know, and that, and I think seven, you can kind of flip a coin, but five definitely stands out a little bit more for the action with me. Just that opening, you know, kind of scene where they're running through the favelas and then they have to, you know, go get the cars from the train. You know, we all, we talked about the, you know, I mean the infamous, you know, bank scene driving through, you know, uh, Rio. 
uh, with that. And like you said, Greg, I think it has so many elements that just, you know, there's a little bit of street racing in there and it was kind of funny that they go to steal some cars and street race for them. And they totally like skip the scene in the movie um, <laughs> to kind of be like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. Just wait till the end when we're driving a safe through the streets. Um, you know, and I think the addition to the rock was so perfect. And this is where I think the, for me, the villain matched the star power you know, the first time that that kind of hits and equals where it's like, well, I love the rock. Well, I love Vin and these guys going to fight and you know, who's going to win. And obviously, you know, there's that, you know, probably negotiated fight scene on who was going to win <laughs> uh, between, you know, uh, Vin Diesel and, and the rock. But um, yeah, I love this movie. Um, fantastic. Uh, you know, deserves all the praise and probably maybe you can make a case for deserving to be number one, but uh, hands, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I, I think with the the biggest like addition for me was like The Rock, like with it, because I think he brought like a new life to kind of the series where, mm -hmm. you know, they 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 kind of started at this point where like, all right, little, this is the direction that we're going to go. We're going to at least keep it grounded. But, you know, like I, I feel like they really started caring for plot and how they're going to like focus on the rest of the series before, you know, um, Vin doesn't want to do it anymore. And, you know. Um, I think that fight scene between him and the rock is like phenomenal. Like it really is crazy. And it ends with, you know, Dom almost killing him with a wrench and Come back to the uh, first one. <laughs> it um, is, but I, I, it, it is definitely one of those movies where like you, you kind of feel like the rock isn't like, you know, since he's not the villain in the movie, I feel like once they like announce six and seven and however many they announce at the time, you know, like he's going to end up joining them, which I think is, is like kind of a pretty cool dynamic in the future movies. But for this one as being kind of like the Brian character, like a more macho Brian character from Fast and Furious 1 where, you know, at the end they they help each other out. And, of course, they're on like a border where Dom or um, what's his name? Hobbs can't get him. Um, yeah, it, it really it, it had a, a, a lot of um, like you could tell, like definitely the uh, this is Justin Lin's third crack at the Fast movies. So I think like he did three four and then he did i think everyone since three um so i think like this was the one where he kind like he kind of had an idea of like where they were sitting at the table and they're like all right well now we have the rock now we're gonna start kind of just amping it up as we go along like at the end they're like let's take a big giant vault and drag it through brazil like that that seems like you know people will still believe that and it, and even like it's definitely like a cool heist movie where like they've it's one of those movies where like kind of like oceans 11 where they reveal the whole thing like you think you know what's happening and then they yeah. really reveal what happened where you're like oh shoot like how did i not catch that or like it like it's just basically the whole like the whole bait and switch at one point um but yeah it, it, it it's it's probably my, my like my favorite out of the fast movies because i think it's the most grounded but it, it doesn't i mean other than like one two and three but I, I just feel like it's more enjoyable to to watch that because it, it is very like a, like a, that big adrenaline rush. And, you know, it, it, it's still within a level of believability. And then I think once it gets like six, seven and eight, you're like, all right, like now we understand where they're going. They're going to be on the racing around the rings of Jupiter by 11. How about when uh, Hobbs goes to the street race and all his men have uh, guns on Dom and Dom's like, yeah. not an America cop. This is Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> so Dude. many good lines. Uh, yes. Like I, I would love to see, like I would love to see 
hell, like with all the tension that like kind of came out between the rock and Vin, like when it started, like, was it at five? Like, was it like oh, someone had mentioned been, yeah. at that fight where it's just like, who's going to win it? Like, are we going to end it in a tie? Because basically Vin Diesel wins that fight and you know, he almost clobbers him with a wrench. Yeah, he did. Uh, you don't shake your head. Yeah. He almost killed him. And, <laughs> but he did, you know, because um, I, I always forget her name. What's Brian's wife's name? Mia. Mia. Yeah. Mia, like, you know, is like, ah! and he just stops. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I think that it, it's so like, I think at, at one point they like, I would love to see like how that like relationship kind of evolved at one point when they started filming. And then it just, how it just like fell apart to the point where like the rocks probably not going to be in t- nine, 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, Go ahead here. No, I was going to say just quick little story about this one. This one, I'm pretty sure I've seen this one as well with you, Hanratty. Um, we went to go see with our buddy Tim, and we showed up to our, our local theater, the AMC Nishamini, and uh, we went there, and we got in the parking lot, and we go into the building, and it's just, like, lines everywhere for this one. Like, this one was, I mean, obviously, you know, we talked about how much money it made, and obviously some of the other ones made more money, but this was the first time where I think it took that extra level up um, because of the rock, I think, addition to that. But this one, I remember, and we had to drive all the way to another theater to, like, go see it because it was, like, we got like 10 minutes till start time and we're not, there's no way we're getting tickets here. So, um, and then as I was leaving, somebody was like, there's a lot of hot cars out here tonight. I'm racing somebody tonight. So we oh, had to yeah. pull our own, we had to pull our own fast and the furious out of there to, uh, to get to the the next theater to go, uh, to go see the movie. So that was like similar to when, in, when it, no, when invincible came out with Mark Wahlberg about the Eagles, I remember people tailgating in the parking lot for that movie <laughs> I, I just i can't I, but yeah but you're right like it basically was like it, it was like one of the races in the park yeah it was like the race scenes in like a fast and furious movie out in the yeah. parking lot where you Absolutely. walk out and like you know people are like half dressed like have like there's like oh so many lights on so many cars harry harry with his honda civic and his blue lights uh, didn't have any <laughs> lights thanks yeah wish i had lights but never to be me, yeah, right, me, so- I'm, I'm rolling up in a Corolla. I'm like parking next to these cars, like, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you had a big deal, at least. Good financing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll talk about the franchise overall in a second. But, uh, you know, if you guys are uh, prepping to go see nine and you haven't seen anything else, you know, you might question, what should I watch? Uh, my recommendation would be definitely eight. But if you hmm. can watch six, seven, and eight, because that's kind of like the Shaw trilogy, and and that ties into nine. Um, Hands, what do you think? I, since I haven't seen eight, I can't speak on it. But from what, like, that's the like six, seven, eight have they? That's based, like you're right. It started with the Shaws, like with Owen. Um, so I would agree with that. And I'm and is Lou like you said? We don't know if they're in the brothers are in nine yet, right? It's not right. Yeah, not confirmed. Not confirmed. But Helen yeah. Mirren is. Um, I would agree six, I, I, five is definitely a good, like a good standalone with, with the exception of like introducing some of the characters that go on in the series. But, um, yeah, I I would start at six because really between one through five, nothing really, it doesn't seem like anything's going to happen that will affect the current story. I think they wanted to like, after six started with like the Shaw family and, and Charlize Theron's character. Like, I think that's when they kind of especially things things are getting so off the wall. I mm-hmm. think you kind of start start with six in that long that long long runway. 
Hera, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I think you could probably get away with maybe skipping six. I, you know, I know the Shaw brothers are in there, but, you know, um, I think if you watch seven, you know, you kind of get that, you know, introduction to how Han, you know, uh, gets killed. Um, because I think they play that before it um, to kind of let yeah. you know that, you know, this is this is kind of where we're, we're leading to. Um, and then you could probably just watch seven and eight, um, you know, honest, honestly. Um, but I mean, if you're, if you're looking to just check out some films, introduce you to the series, I would definitely say, you know, watch the first one, uh, probably watch five, watch seven. And I think, I think you're pretty like, you're pretty much watching the goods of the series. If you just want to do that, or if you're just looking to rewatch, just watch those three movies and and you'll be set. I know the wife will be watching them before nine. So, so I don't think there's any hot takes here, but, um, you know, let's talk about our thoughts on the franchise overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, um, this is one of my favorite franchises. It's just hit after hit after hit. And even the bad ones, Tokyo Drift aside, uh, <laughs> are all pretty enjoyable for me. So I just I love this. Um, I'm a little nervous to see how far they push the envelope with F9. But I'm definitely going to be there for the ride, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. And uh, you know, it's like you said too, the or you guys both said the level of talent that they have coming in and keep adding. It, they're basically like Marvel movies, where at some point everybody in Hollywood's going to have worked on a fast yeah. movie. Um, so you can't go wrong with the uh, the fine folks uh, acting for us. Uh, Hera, what are your thoughts on the uh, franchise overall? Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I want to see John Cena become, you know, in bring him in the team. I mean, I know he's kind of the villain in this one, but let's bring him in. Cause I think he works. That's so 10, well my guy. <laughs> I, well, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. But I think he works so well as a comedian, a, a comedic actor that I think you just let's slip him in there. Let's make him have him banter with Tyrese and, you know, get that whole thing going. But um, yeah, I mean, as far as the series overall, I mean, it's, it's just, it's so fun. It's, it's exactly what you hope for me. It's, I feel like it's exactly what you hope every other movie that tries to be a fast and furious movie will be like any type of big budget. I mean, I'm even talking about like, like a movie like Jupiter ascending or something like that. Like it's a different type of movie, but I think people hope that it's going to be like this great franchise. And it's like, Nah, man, you know, we'll see you at the door. And this movie for me is just, this is exactly what you want. You want a good villain. You want good comedy. You want good action. You want good suspense. And you want to leave the theater wanting more and expecting more based off of, you know, another movie. So, I mean, for me, it's just, you know, it's a great time. So, yeah. Hands, what are your thoughts? So, I wouldn't say this is my favorite franchise, like one of my favorite franchises, but it is probably the most, it's not a terrible take. Um, Yeah, I got. I actually got a, a question for you guys that I'm. You know, we'll. We'll. I think it'll have like a a, a pretty good discussion, but um, we'll bring it up in a minute. But I think like as as this isn't the best trail like or best like series like I you know I wouldn't put this up with like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or like the Marvel movies. No, no, but I, but in terms of like Greg had said like this is one of my, like his favorite franchises. I don't think it's one yeah. of my favorite. But in terms of pure entertainment, I think this is definitely like in the top three because. Okay. Because it's just, and I've said it before, where like they go from stealing DVD players to now they're going in, like their cars are strapped with rockets. Going to space, baby. To go into like basically the edge of the atmosphere to go into space. (laughs) I don't know. I I haven't seen Fast 9. I don't even know. I think at one point I saw in the trailer that are like jumping volcanoes and stuff. I don't know. They look like it was. And, and. 
Harry's right. Like you leave the theater and like so I'm like I think when I like watch Fast Seven in the theater, I left like smiling because it's just like this is Dude. this is so unbelievably insane that you know you you kind of want to see what's coming next, like what they're actually going to do next. And and honestly, they they've topped it every single time. And it's that big talent too, to the point where we're gonna get to like Fast Eleven, and like Daniel Day Lewis is gonna be the villain. <laughs> Which I would, I would, if, if that, I, I bet you, if they did that, that movie would like double End Games ticket sales. Oh, you're Stop. insane! <laughs> Daniel Day doesn't have that kind of following. <laughs> um, but no, I like, I, I, I it would be That's cool to take. see like what, what kind of some names they want to bring in to the franchise next because I, I think you know they probably brought in Cena because they don't have The Rock and they want like that big kind of that big name and that like, like kind of brawn to go toe to toe with Dom. And uh, like, I'm curious to see where they would go next. Cause if Cena isn't like a main villain and he ends up joining them in Ace. fast, fast in, which I'm really banking on the name of the like next fast movie to be like, what fast do you call in, it? them fasten, but fast 10. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Okay. <laughs> sure. Put I'd your like money. I put, I'm putting my money on it. Fast and Furious, Got taking it. that so bet we, to the moon. That taking that bet to the moon with the Doja coin. <laughs> <laughs> so your question is, you know, who do we want to see in in future? Well, no, 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 no. That was just a separate question. I'm just kind of okay. going like, uh, yeah, but no. I, I think as the series, like, I think it's a, heading in the direction where it's just like it, it. It basically gave up. I think what they wanted to do in like four and five, like four, was reinvent Fast and Furious as like maybe keep it with a like a good story when it didn't work, and then they realize it's like. Now we just got to go like adrenaline, 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 and just like make it unbelievable. Yeah, but people are still, yourself. but people are still like questioning, like what the hell are they going to do next? So I, I can't wait to see what like 10 and 11 look like. I don't know what they're going to look like that. Like yeah, they amazing. really are. They're probably going to be racing in. rockets, a racing rockets through like interstellar space, Let's which go. I, God knows. I mean, at the end of 11, he'll probably go through a black hole and we'll end up in, the first one again and he'll meet riddick from pitch black <laughs> i i would that that's better than my daniel day lewis idea <laughs> um, uh well no, I, but, I think no go ahead no good no, no go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say i i think you know you pondering who would we like to see in the fast franchise um i think that's a, a good question and i'll throw two names out there um number one uh Michael Fassbender, um, find something for him. Uh, you know, he he's could already be, racing, so he'll he'll go right in. Yeah, he could be, you know, another big bad or whatever. Um, and Tilda Swinton, uh, I I love Tilda Swinton. Mm. Um, she's so offbeat in a lot of her roles. Bring her in, make her part of the crew. Like, I want to see what kind of weird strangeness she can add to it. Um. But I, I would love to see both of those join. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Tilda Swinton. I'm going to bounce off that. You, you, we've all here have seen the movie Hook, right? Hook? Oh, no, yeah. no. That's Glenn Close. Never mind. That's Glenn Close. <laughs> has a cameo, a cameo in Hook as one of the pirates. Um, fun fact. The one that gets locked in the box with the scorpions. That's Glenn Close. Get out of here. I never knew that. Yep. Yeah. I didn't I mean, know until like, maybe like five or six months ago. Um, not a huge I, Hook guy. Sorry. Ah, Oof. you gotta watch it. Yeah, when you watch yeah, it, it looks like it looks like a guy. Like it looks and, and sounds and everything like a guy. But I but I looked not. at it. And I'm like, but it's Glenn Close. I 
I thought it was Tilla Swinton, which it's not. Um, but I would love to see her in the series. Um, I was kind of like, th- like kind of throwing a couple names out there around like same as you, Greg, where I would love to see like someone along, like bring a little more comedy to it. Like someone who has like some kind of range from like comedy and it's like somewhat drama. I would love, love, love to see Jason Bateman get at it to the fast mm-hmm. franchise. Okay. No? I'm done. I'm, I was kidding. No, I was kidding. Um, <laughs> no, no, the two people I would love to see, like, and you know, they they introduced them like in Hobbs and Shaw. I'd love to see like Ryan Reynolds would really fit really well in here. I would love, like, my my dream like fast role like to who it would go to probably won't happen. Would probably be like Keanu Reeves. I think he, I think maybe in the middle of like John Wick one and two, this would have been a good role for him. But I think like I, I'd rather him start pumping out more more John Wick movies instead of like kind of filming another fast movie. Yeah, I gotcha. Harry, any uh, names come to mind for who you'd like to see? <sighs> you know, I was thinking somebody like a, like a John Hamm. Like I'm thinking of his character in Baby Driver, mm-hmm. like just kind of being an off the rails. That's a good one. Yeah. Psycho, like just kind of, you know, gun nut or whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, get, so let's get some more. Let's get some more handsome men in there. Bring Idris back. Let's just bring Idris back. <laughs> I don't, we don't know if he really died. Let's get him back. He's back. Black Superman. He's in. Let's do it. Okay. Well, uh, (laughs) thank you guys for joining us for our fast pod, our our ranking of the fast and furious franchise movies. We appreciate it. Uh, Harry, you got anything going on for the peeps? Uh, Just, you know, next time you guys will see me on the pod, I'll be married. So I'll be a married man. So sorry, ladies out there. But uh, when's this? What? (laughs) When you get married? (laughs) <laughs> Dude, come God. on, you're, you're ridiculous. <laughs> so Hanratty will be there, Papa will be there. It'll be a great time. Um yes. so yeah, but um yeah, follow us on uh, on Twitter at PS uh, Live Spicy. Um, you know, and uh give us a follow. We'll we'll try to follow you back there. And uh yeah, I mean enjoy, you know, the Fast and Furious movies if you're new to them. Um if you've seen them, you know, now's a good time to dive back in before Fast Nine in a couple weeks. Hands, anything for the peeps? Nothing. Um, you know, I'm gonna try and see everyone. It's been fun. Um, no, I, I've actually been trying to get a lot like get caught up on the fast series. I know I said a few things, but like fast eight. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm gonna have that watch before nine comes out. I'm still debating whether I'm gonna wait for Harry to come back on his honeymoon if we want to go see it together, but I probably won't um, since you know he went to go see Godzilla without me. Ugh. Ooh. Um, ugh. um, but uh, no, uh, all jokes aside, um, I have a lot to do this week thanks to harry deciding to get married so you know my bad i'm gonna i'll, I'll plug his wedding yes so <laughs> everybody send your love and well wishes to our man harry um and uh as always you know like share subscribe follow comment leave us a review on itunes all of that good stuff uh and as always live spicy spicy